I have muted almost every single photographer I follow, not because I don't support them or I don't like their work or I think they're annoying. I just don't want to go into a downward spiral. Because I also notice when I start comparing myself, I try to shoot like them and then I lose myself and what makes me Chrissy because everyone's photography is unique to themselves. When I start shooting like another photographer, I'm losing myself. You're listening to the Build and Bloom podcast with host Jessica Whitaker, an educator of film and digital photography to beginners, both in workshops across the globe and online. Creator of the Build and Bloom group on Facebook, one of the largest and most engaged photography communities with over 60,000 members, and founder of non-profit Sister Sister, a monthly networking group for young women in media. Jessica Whitaker cuts the fluff and will help you to grow your photography business with practical, actionable tips in every episode. If you're ready for a roadmap to a better personal and professional balance, then Build and Bloom podcast will help encourage, empower, and educate you to not only build your dream business, but sustain it. And now, here's your host, Jessica Whitaker. This podcast episode is brought to you by my Business Basics class. I teach you the eight essential steps to get your business legal and legit so you can watch it bloom. You'll learn the basics of what is an LLC and the first steps to opening one up, opening a business bank account, how to find an accountant, what is bookkeeping and how can you do it yourself to save some money, what contracts and legal documents to consider and where you can buy them, the starting point for saving for your retirement, how to find a financial advisor, and where to start looking for business insurance. When you avoid getting all these ducks in a row, you are risking getting sued, paying more in taxes, and missing out on turning your income into more money. Head to jessicawhitaker.co slash businessbasics to enroll. Hey photographer, Jessica Whitaker here, and welcome back to the Build and Bloom Photography Podcast. This episode is a little bit different. I am joined by my friend Chrissy Solly. You might know her as at Chrissy Online, and the format of this episode will feel like you are sitting at coffee with us. You are going to be in for a vulnerable conversation about comparison, humility, as well as how Chrissy got started and how she actually got her first job shooting as Brandy Melville's photographer. Chrissy Solly is a celebrity photographer and content creator based in Los Angeles, and she's primarily known as Chrissy Online. She's created visual content for a number of globally recognized fashion brands, including Brandy Melville, like I mentioned, PacSun, Air Apostle, Forever 21, Juicy Couture. She's done work for Tower 28, Pull and Bar. I mean, the list goes on and on, and what's really unique is that her work has been actually printed, so whether it's in a magazine or or in a storefront as the advertisements that you would see in the window, or if it was on a billboard, as well as, of course, online and on social media. She's photographed dozens of celebrities and has probably photographed your favorite influencers. Chrissy's also a Christian, as am I, and so we do include that in the conversation. Chrissy was also published in Seventeen Magazine and named Photographer of the Year, and she was also interviewed by Teen Vogue. She's so amazing, she's so funny, and she's so humble. Let's get into the show because we have a lot to cover. Hello, Build and Bloom podcast. I'm Chrissy. I am a fashion photographer. I've been doing this for a very long time. I'm about to turn 27, which makes me want to cry. But I started as a professional photographer at the age of 18. So wow, almost 10 years. That's crazy. Worked with brands such as Brandy Melville, Juicy Couture, Air Apostle, Fire 21. I've photographed really cool people such as Carly Claus, Dennis Rodman. I've also photographed a lot of really cool influencers and tiktokers because that's the 
new thing now. I'm very grateful to be here. I'm grateful to talk and yeah, hopefully share some good stuff. So I think we should jump right into it. I'm so curious and I know that a lot of people know you because you previously photographed for Brandy Melville for a long time and I feel like that's where a lot of people also started following you from. So I would just love to hear how did you get that kind of gig? Okay, what's so crazy is like I was never super public about not working with Brandy Melville anymore and I also like if anyone's like wondering which I don't know if anyone is but it's like I got broken up with almost like nothing bad happened like we're like me and Brandy Melville like left on like we're done on good terms like just want to clear the air on that in case anyone's like what um how I started with Brandy Melville is well should I share like almost like my whole story kind of like how I started okay growing up my parents like introduced me to like video games and everything like we had a Sega and I would like play Sega all the time when I was like young and then um I just was kind of like a little nerd like my mom's stay-at-home mom and then my dad's an engineer so I don't know if I maybe I got like a little bit of a nerdy side <laughs> from my dad but um so growing up I would like code my own MySpace website and like code my Neopets mm, and then okay, yeah. like website yeah Neopets good times and then um I like kind of I don't know my parents like had cameras they had DSLR DSLR cameras and they would like shoot on it and I was like oh this is fine and even like it's funny because my parents like bought me like a Barbie Polaroid when I was like really Mm -hmm. young and I'm just like you guys knew you guys just knew so then I um started shooting like with my dad's DSLR and then I don't remember which what camera it was it was so long ago and then I started shooting with like little point and shoots the ones that are now trendy and um and, like, I would just spend hours, like, on, like, paint, I think. Like, just editing them. Like, it was so yeah. fun for me. And then eventually I was like, oh, I kind of like this. And then my parents were always, like, so supportive of everything. And they bought me my first, like, DSLR in eighth grade. Wow. And then they also bought me, like, Photoshop Elements. Photoshop they didn't want Elements to... from Costco? Yeah. Probably. Yes. Probably Costco, yes. honestly. They love Costco. So they bought me Photoshop <laughs> Elements. And I was just like, this is not enough for me. I need Photoshop, like the mi- the big boy. Dang. So then they bought me Photoshop and they were like, okay, like, why are we like supporting this? And then, <laughs> and then I just like kept going at it. And I like, I'm from Irvine, California, which if anyone's like, where is that? Exactly. Um, but everyone in Irvine's like very, like, it's very academic based. So mm-hmm. like everyone is like, oh, I'm going to go to USC or like some big school and I was, like, the weird kid that was, like, I kind of want to just, like, go to community college because I don't even want to go to college. I want to be a photographer. But then I was, like, oh, wait, being a photographer is not a real thing. Like, that. this is, like, back in 2014. Yeah. And and then, um, so I was, like, going to be a therapist because I love people. I love, mm-hmm. love people. And then I kind of was, like, wait. Well, in high school, I started photographing my friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and they were like, wow, I feel so beautiful. I look so good. And I'm like, wait, I love this. I feel like I'm connecting with people and like mm-hmm. helping them with their confidence and making them see how beautiful they are. Like just the way that God created them and everything. Like I just felt like so connected through, like with God, with my camera. It felt kind of yeah. like, it was kind of like weird to say, but it just felt so cool to be like, wow, these are like God's creations that I'm photographing and they're like getting to see how beautiful they are. And um, so then um. I was like, I really want to be a photographer. Like, even if it's just weddings, like, like I want to be a fashion photographer, but like weddings, totally fine. Yeah. So then um, when I was a senior in high school, I was going to Mariner's Church in Orange County 
and a photographer named Michelle Kim was hosting a free um, photo workshop. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm going to do this. So I did it. And she kind of like saw me and like, and like saw like my, I guess my talent before I even could see my own talent. And she was like, I want you to intern for me. I never had an intern before, but I want you to intern for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like no way. So I interned for her. We shot weddings together. She like gave me some like tough love, like, and like really like just showed me how to be a photographer. And then she was like, start posting on Instagram and tagging brands. So then when I graduated high school, I started like um, taking photos of like my friends in Brandy Melville and tagging Brandy Melville. And then eventually they reposted my photo and I got an email being like, you should come in um, to Third Street Promenade, um, the store in Santa Monica. And like, we want to meet with you. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I was like screaming, jumping up and down, like so excited. Like, woohoo! like I'm about to go to Brandy Melville. And then um, my parents came with me because I, they were like, you're not driving to Santa Monica alone. And then, <laughs> so funny. And then um, they're like, you're also not meeting this man by yourself. Like this man that's emailing you. It was like, yeah, like an Italian, like because it's run by Italian men. And like the email was like not in like perfect English. Mm. And like, it was just funny. I'm just like, it like was not a professional email at all. And then, so then I like met up with, with the guy that was my boss at the time. And, um, and like, I like brought, like, <laughs> I brought a whole portfolio because I oh, didn't know like better. Like a physical portfolio? Yes. And oh. I was like showing him and he was just like, kind of like almost trying not to laugh in my face, I think. Cause he was kind of like, like, I just like your photos, like it's not that deep. So then I started shooting for them and then I was shooting them for, shooting for them for a while. How did, can I ask, how did the conversation go when? they were like okay we want to bring you on was it that in that meeting well so okay so basically like I did one shoot for them they posted like so many of the photos mm-hmm. were you shooting film I, or digital digital okay but I made it look like film okay. so then yes so then they and this is back in 2014 when you get like one tag you gain like a thousand followers Oh right. Yeah. So I gained so many followers when they would when they would post my photos. Like it was insane. And I was like, whoa, like what's going on here? And like at the time I was also in community college because my parents were like, Okay, you can be a photographer, but you also have to like go to school. Like that's how my parents were. Yeah. I went to community college too. Yeah. I think it's kind of smart. Yes. Just in case. You never know. You never know. But then I started shooting for Brandy and then like PacSun this is how it all started. Paxson caught wind because Brandy at the time was not paying me. They're paying me in clothes, but I'm okay. like, I'm like 18. So I'm yeah. like, Oh, sick. Like exposure in clothes. Like what more could I ask for? I don't and know. I, money. Yeah. Chrissy? <laughs> yeah. I feel like though at that time there wasn't any education no. on, and when you're 18, it's like a fair deal to you. Yes. You know what I mean? So in, I mean, even in like, this was 2014, you said, yeah. A lot of brands, I feel like, were only doing giftings um, because social media was still so new. Yes, exactly. So packs on cut when so Brandy isn't under the pack like that company, is it? They were selling. Company? Yes, they were selling in Paxson oh, for a okay, while. I don't know if they still are, but um, but it was just funny because like Brandy. Well, yeah, I think also social media photography was so new. Mm-hmm that like everyone was like kind of figuring out how to navigate it anyway so then yeah Paxson was like kind of discovered me as well and they were like 
wait a second, we like your stuff. Like, we want you to shoot for us, too, for social media. And I was like, okay. And they were paying me two fifty dollars a shoot. And I was like, whoa, that's so much money. Because, yeah. like, I never had, like, a normal job because I was, like, super involved in my high school. Mm-hmm. So okay. I didn't have a normal job. This is my first ever normal job. And this is your first year out of high school. Yes. Yeah. Like, it was, like like after the summer um so then I was like whoa like this is crazy like 250 a shoot no way and then eventually Brandy Melville kind of was like the jealous boyfriend and they were like wait we want you all to ourselves like oh interesting yeah and they're like we'll pay you this amount and we'll fly you like we'll we'll take you on trips with us and like we'll pay for all your gas and all your expenses and I'm like like we get to quit Paxson Oh, so I did. Yeah, so Were I they did. Competitor with Paxson at the time. I think they're just competitors with like people that they like discover. Okay. Because like they never put me on. They almost put me on an exclusivity contract at one point, but then yeah. ended up not. Um. Anyways, that's a whole other story. But yeah, so I started shooting for Brady Melville, and like I became like their photographer. Yeah. And, like, I will never deny that they are the reason why I'm like here today. Like partially and um and also the reason why I got such a big following and like why so many doors open for me is because of the people I photographed for Brandy Melville so I photographed Alexis Ren and Jay Alvarez when they were dating okay and it went like viral like it was like insane like like I was like whoa my photos are on the daily news like I was like and they're used in all these articles and like Alexis was like you're the first photographer to ever shoot us for a brand they were for a campaign for Brandy I mean yeah or they the were thing- in the Brandy clothes or this is yeah. separate okay there's no campaigns for Brandy it's all so this is like the one downside of like working for Brandy was that I missed a huge 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 step in the photography industry like I never assisted another photographer before okay which which is kind of like maybe yeah some people probably are like oh that's so cool you never had to do that but also I feel like if I were to have assisted a big photographer I would learn so much like about lighting about how to act on set how to like even tethering like I didn't know what tethering was until like a few years ago so I missed this huge step like tethering which is when you have like I don't know like how exactly to explain it but there's like a cord that connects to your laptop to your camera and when you take the photo the the photo shows up on like the monitor or the laptop for the client and everyone else to see yeah so I didn't learn how to do that oh my gosh I didn't learn lighting like I had to I'll go like this like the studio like the strobes yeah strobes like all of it so like I kind of like missed out on that aspect and even like again like set etiquette like I kind of missed out on that as well so yeah, that's the one downside about Brandy. So they don't like they don't have like huge sets. It would be like oh, go to the okay. store, grab the clothes, literally grab the clothes from the store, go on a shoot with the model, you drive them, take the photos, come back, drop off the clothes, go home, edit the photos. Very casual. Super casual, like you're hanging out with your best friends. It felt like high yeah. shot in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so it was, like, really, really fun. Would I find the models sometimes? Yes, sometimes. How they would find the models is, well, my boss would just text me and be like, I have this girl I want you to photograph. And I'm like, okay. So I'd photograph them. Or then they would be like, do you have any girls that we can photograph? And I would, like, send them over, like, options. And they would, Mm -hmm. like, thumbs up the girls that they thought, like, fit the brand best. And then 
yeah just stuff like that and then I also like but yeah like back to Alexis Ren and Jay Alvarez saying like yeah like I shot them and that blew me like that got me so many like so much engagement and like people coming to my page and then I photographed like Madison Beer on roller skates in the store one time this was also for Brandy yes and like when I photographed Alexis Ren and Jay Alvarez like it really helped my career and like get me out there more because they were like the couple like they Mm -hmm. are the trap they were the original travel couple like I want to look at their stuff and be like oh I want to be them like their goals like couple goals is them like they started it yeah like do you remember that like do you remember I don't know if you were like into that but like they would do like really elaborate like yes really elaborate exotic destinations really elaborate shoots like they really also introduced I feel like drone photography into like influencers using drones and travel photography and it or influencers doing travel photography yes um they would do tons of I mean they were like super fit like super ripped really just conventional beautiful yes and so that at the time especially in like 2015 it was like what everybody wanted to yeah to like be you know and so they were totally like the goals at the time a hundred percent and like that's a huge deal too that's almost like nowadays if you were to photograph like Addison Ray or something like that yeah like I agree yeah that's the equivalent yep like I saw a photographer like photograph Addison Ray and Bryce Hall together and like that kind of reminded like when they were dating and I kind of that kind of like reminded me of like oh Jay Alvarez and Alexis Ren equivalent in a way yeah but but yeah and I also got to like photograph Scarlett Lighthold who was like the Brandy model speaking of she's on my oh okay yeah one time I posted a photo well okay so because there's no video there's a photo of Scarlett on my wall that I took and it's so funny because like one time I like posted that on my story and then she was like, is that me on your wall? And I was like, yes. And she was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I was like, miss you. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, then I, that's, and then, so then, okay. Then shooting for Brandy, like mm-hmm. Brandy was like, Brandy Melville was like the thing in 2014. Yes. Until like, I would, I mean, they're still pretty relevant, but I feel like back then it wasn't like, I don't know, like brands weren't, the same as brandy melville like brandy melville yeah. like, almost like conquered all on social media it was crazy they were very ahead of the curve oh you know what wait a better comparison than addison ray i'm like who emma chamberlain that's like if you were to oh, photograph yes. emma chamberlain and, and her role model now. yeah yes i'm like addison ray like i feel like that's not even the volume yet yeah. everybody knew who those who that was um but anyways when you um oh wait what was the uh, oh, I, Brandy Melville. They yes. were very ahead of the curve. Like they, I feel like, were what also kind of propelled that Instagram aesthetic, like that visco edit, the grain yep. on your photos. Yep. Um, that almost the hair blended. Yes, a hundred percent. They were very, like, they set kind of the, the stage for. Yes, agreed. The trends on social media, almost like the trends in terms of like how you yes. shoot your images, how you'd want to edit very brandy aesthetic is like yes. nowadays I don't even know what aesthetic is like popular now but I feel like every well I feel like right now it's like bleach brows with the 2000s cameras and yeah like little point-and-shoot cameras yeah but um yeah so yeah they like 
were very like they kind of yeah like you said they set like all the brands up to be like oh we should be doing that too mm-hmm. and like with brandy like they were i think one of the first brands to go to coachella oh okay. yeah so i went to coachella with them like i went to new york i went to gov ball with them um i've been to new york i've gone i've gone a lot of places with them i'm very like fortunate and like it's it was really cool and then but like in 20 like 15 all of these brands and publications were like who like who is Chrissy like who is this girl like in the most humble way possible I'm saying this because but I'm just it was like the craziest thing because like I would just go to my parents like every single like week and be like oh this happened oh now this is happening oh dad mom like now I'm getting interviewed by 17 magazine and they're naming me photographer of the year like it was just crazy like it was like stuff like that where I'm like it was like a domino effect like Teen Vogue interviewed me and then I don't know the next thing I know I'm like shoot like I'm shooting like all these celebrities and I'm like this is so fun and like wow my dream's coming true but again like I have to go back and say like if I can give like one word or one thing of advice is like if you're starting out as a photographer like please go assist a photographer like mm-hmm. try to get on set with a big photographer if you can even if it's free because that's the one thing I think like I don't regret much or anything in my life but that's like one thing where I wish I kind of like did I think because, you didn't like, know though like you no, I didn't know it. no because it, I I joined this world in, to, in 2014 and like I was so young and like I just didn't yeah I just didn't know yeah and like I mean like there's a lot of photographers who I think would say the similar things because I think like Sam Damesheck also had kind of a similar thing as me like he started in social media and just kept going and like I mean I don't know him that well at all actually but like I feel like he also like didn't go on like he didn't assist anyone I think he just kind of started doing it and kind of learned on the way yeah um but yeah so then once Brandy Mello found me like just domino effect that's my start with Brandy This episode of the Build and Bloom podcast is brought to you by Contractista, my favorite resource for lawyer-drafted photography contracts. Head to jessicawhitaker.co slash photography contracts and use the code BUILDBLOOM15 at checkout for 15% off lawyer-drafted legal documents. Contractista is your one-stop shop for attorney-drafted legal documents for entrepreneurs. Actually, not only are they attorney-drafted by a business and intellectual property attorney, but they're also peer-reviewed by attorneys with over 30 years of experience in contract drafting for multinational corporations. (laughs) Anyways, Contractista actually has bundles specific for photographers that cover portrait photography contracts, wedding photography contracts, plus some legal disclosures that you have to put on your website. Just like you have to have car insurance to drive a car, you have to have attorney-drafted contracts for your clients and websites to run a business. Head to jessicawhitaker.co slash photographycontract contracts and protect yourself from that just in case and you can use the code buildbloom15 at checkout for 15% off that's jessicawhitaker.co slash photography contracts what are some of the biggest takeaways that you would just want to share with people who are listening now that they can um, apply that kind of set etiquette into even just doing weddings and things like that because a lot of education online is about like the technical yeah but all those interpersonal skills those kind of education videos are harder to find because we don't exactly know what to look for honestly this might be like a little mushy gushy answer but I think one of the biggest things like I've had to learn 
is just to be thankful mm-hmm. because I get to be creative every like my whole career is being creative like I don't have to sit at a nine to five desk like even like my dad will be like you're so lucky you're your own boss like I'm an engineer and I don't like my job like and I always I'm like oh I kind of always come back to that mm-hmm. because I'm like I'm doing what I love for a living and like some of the jobs I'm on like are so boring I'm gonna be honest like they're so boring like they're not creative like e-commerce is not very fun sometimes you know yeah um and like I'm kind of there I kind of go into it like being like oh I don't want to do this but I've like learned recently to switch my mindset from I don't want to do this to like I'm lucky to do this because I mean I'm being creative again and making money from it like I'm so lucky and like I kind of just go in and like have fun like I think Mm -hmm. have fun with your job like don't be like don't be like this is a job this is a job it's like no everyone's creative like as a photographer you set the tone in my opinion like you set the tone so like yeah and like make sure you're like very intentional with your models because I feel like when you're having fun and being like you look beautiful like you look amazing and you're obviously being genuine about it and like having fun with it with the model like it translates so well on camera mm-hmm. like I've had people be like wow you make me feel so beautiful and like it makes me like want to tear up thinking about that because I'm like I'm like oh like I made you feel beautiful I'm like that's just you like you're just beautiful like you know and it's like so fun to like hear that and like it's like almost like I feel like it's like like not to go mushy and gushy but I feel like that's like almost like confirmation from God being like good job Chrissy like you are being a light because I'm making them feel beautiful and like I feel like that's just all God like I can't take credit for that I think just like have fun but not so much fun that you're unprofessional obviously like there's (laughs) a very fine line and be nice to everyone on set like even if like you have a big crew like make sure you introduce yourself to everyone Mm, yes so when like, you introduce yourself one. like when you first get in yeah to everybody. Like, I go up to everyone I'm like hi I'm Chrissy like you know they could it, it, I think everyone should feel seen and like loved on set yeah. like I feel like that's a huge thing and I feel like yeah that's like very important to me and like I always thank people and always say goodbye to people when I leave um people like sometimes it's so funny because I'm like I've been on set where like I have a clear call time from like let's say 9 a.m to 5 p.m yeah and then they'll just be like they'll keep apologizing to me like oh I'm so sorry that you're like you're still I don't know it's like weird it's like funny like those apologize being like I'm so sorry that you're still here like like and then after I'm like, five what? or it's before five no before five like well oh. there was like one shoot I did yeah it was fun it's, and it's not I don't have a bad attitude or anything like yeah they just like I think they probably worked with photographers that like get mad about having to sit around Mm, gotcha and like because a lot of e-commerce stuff is like you're you're basically waiting for everybody to set everything well I did a shoot for a podcast last year Mm -hmm. like for a cover photo it was so much fun it was such an easy job like they actually provided a budget which was awesome um they like let me hire two assistants at digitech and um basically digitech for people who don't know because I didn't really know to be honest is um they make sure like when you're tethering like I mentioned before pop quiz mm-hmm. what's tethering <laughs> um they like make sure all the photos are coming in and like the lighting exposure is correct mm-hmm. and like if there's something wrong with your camera like they'll like tell you or they're just kind of there to like so y- your brain can be on the production basically gotcha. same with the assistants like the assistants also like make sure the lighting's good if I'm like hey like my friends my really good friend Sergio assists me a lot he's so talented I don't know why he assists me but whatever 
I'm like, I'm like, hey, can you hand me like my film camera? He'll like hand it to me and like he'll be like, hey, Chrissy, like your your flash isn't going off or whatever. Mm -hmm. Your strobe isn't going off. And then like I'm like, oh, thanks for telling me. And like, you know, because it's hard to remember all those things. Yeah. And it it probably allows you then to be fully present with the subject. Yes. And which is very important to me. And I feel like every photographer should it should be like one of their priorities. So um okay so I was on set and they even like were like oh you could rent lighting like we have a budget for that I was like awesome and we were shooting at Smashbox Studios and the set was just so fun and creative and the girls were awesome that I was photographing and like everyone on set was so kind and like but I had a night a call time from nine to five and like I think like around like three they were like behind on something and they wanted one additional shot and they just kind of apologized to me like we're so sorry like do you have somewhere to be and I'm just like you have me here till five and like and I'm like I'm totally happy like we're all happy yeah. we're all just hanging out you know like me and my like my crew like we're just hanging out like it's so fun and they're just like oh my gosh you're like you're so chill like thank you like and I'm just like bare minimum bro like that was the bare minimum like literally like like I'm not a diva like I'm very lucky to be here it's fun creative everyone's nice like I'm very happy I can never I can ask for anything else you know so yeah I think like just being happy thankful and grateful is very important um and just making your subject feel beautiful because I've heard also like models just be like that photographer made me feel horrible about myself and I'm like I can't even imagine like having someone like leave my set feeling horrible about themselves like that I did not do my job then I feel like this advice can easily be translated to photographers who maybe they do want to start doing fashion. Like that's their goal at some point, but right now they're booking weddings because that's the bread and butter. So even though maybe you wake up and you're like, oh, okay, I have this 12 hour wedding day. I'm not passionate about weddings anymore, but going to the wedding and photographing it and having a good attitude and just being like practicing gratitude and being thankful that's also really important because that's what's going to set the stage for yes. how you craft the environment on the wedding yes. day. It's the th- same thing as you being on the set as a photographer. You're you're the one who's setting the tone. Same thing when you go to the wedding. So yes. you also have to prepare yourself to like get enough sleep the day before or the night before, um, you know, be in the right mindset, do what you yes. need to do. And even if you're not passionate about doing these weddings anymore and then having a plan to phase out, but realizing like, it's not, if that's what you're able to make the majority of your money from, continue to hustle through it, even for another like couple of years. So that yes. then you have that long-term goal in mind of doing a shoot, like fashion shoots. Cause it's like, like what you're saying, I, I can imagine e-commerce being a bit boring in terms of like, mentally like you're not doing anything creative whatever but it's still so exhilarating to be on a team creating a vision even if it's not like super elaborate and editorial you still are able to like you are able to control the energy you know what I mean as a photographer you're like the director of it you know yeah it's so Um, fun so I think that's amazing advice well I also think like with weddings too because I used to photograph weddings like not that I haven't done that many weddings and like I'm very fortunate to not be able to do weddings if I don't want to. Um, But when I used to photograph weddings, like my favorite part 
of the wedding like shooting weddings was capturing the moments like Mm -hmm. between the bride and groom or like even people in the audience when they're crying like I love emotion in photos and like so being like okay yeah I don't want really do I really want to shoot the I don't know what they're called like the the centerpieces for the tables no but like that's such a small part of the wedding photography versus like being able to capture those moments with the bride and groom Mm -hmm. and like their love for each other and like I feel like you have to kind of like think like okay there's going to be parts of the shoot I'm not going to love but the other parts of the shoot are going to outweigh like the parts I don't want to do that makes sense like just finding things because every shoot I've done like there's been some shots where I'm like I wouldn't have personally have done that but you know what I mean like it's just like kind of like picking just finding the gratitude within everything you do it's really hard but I feel like it's taken me a very long time to do that and be that way but you know it's a process and you'll get there I guess like yeah it takes a while yeah what would be then your advice like how can we translate that that into if somebody is working like multiple jobs right now during the week and then the weekend is when they have to shoot or they're doing a nine to five and then like afterwards is when um you know like six o'clock they're able to do a golden hour shoot and stuff on the weekends how do we still like have that express that kind or how are what's your advice for people in that situation I do want to say like again I'm very thankful that or I'm just like I've never been in that position like I again joined like photography is my first job yeah um so like I hope no one gets like got offended like that I like I'm like just like oh like be grateful it's like yeah Chrissy easy for you to say because you this full time but and like some people don't have that like privilege Mm -hmm. um and I actually like read I forget which photographer that I know posted about it but I knew or I know a photographer who just posted recently being like I she like worked like three jobs I think and then would still shoot Mm -hmm. and now she's a full-time photographer and I just want to say like enjoy like every season like there's seasons where I'm I have like a very slow season where I'm like why am I not booking more and then I have a fast season where I'm like booking so much I don't have time to relax and I'm like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh why did I take the relaxing like stress or like non-stressful period of my life for granted and like I and I feel like I feel like if you're working a lot of jobs right now and you're like there's no end like there's no light at the end of the tunnel I want to be photographer right now like why is this not happening I I don't know I feel like it's just continue to keep going at it and like work really hard because I feel like there's going to be a point in your life where you will have what you wanted and be like and just like be I don't know, like wanting that restful. I mean, that's that's not really a restful period, but like, I'm trying to think of like how to like word what I'm trying to say. I feel like when we have these long term goals, we want like short term results, yes. right? Because what we're seeing on social media is like, well, this photographer, it looks like they quit their job and now they're doing full time, but we yeah. might not connect the dots that oh wait, they have a husband who is supporting yeah. them to be able to do that exactly full time, and so you just have to map it out yeah realistically long yeah I mean I worked at the same place for eight years and then I was working full-time and then part-time so two different jobs and going to finishing my degree yeah going to college and doing photography on the weekends and like any chance I could and it sucked because I honestly wanted to drop out of college I was just getting my AA at community college but yeah 
I was like, I'm already doing what I want to do. You know, I, I don't really need this degree, but I kept with it because my mom made me, which is good. And I'm thankful. Yeah. But those are all things like at that time I was shooting weddings and I didn't necessarily want to do weddings long-term, but if that's what was able to propel me to be able to quit my jobs eventually and move to New York City yeah. and do photography full-time, maybe like right now, the people who are working in an office, you want to do fashion photography like Chrissy, but right now what you're booking is weddings. That's going to be like, that's where wisdom comes into play. Yes, I feel exactly. Like. I agree. To choose those jobs that they might seem boring to you in some aspects, but that's your bread and butter. And that's what's going to be able to help yeah. you transition. Yeah, to transition into fashion, yes. Yeah. But also, like, also, I just want everyone, like, everyone to know that, like, I started photography at 12, 13 years old. And yeah. I was busy, too. Like, I did cheer, yearbook, um, class council. And on my weekends, I would shoot. And I it was in high school, you know, like, so that's yeah. a lot of, that's a lot of homework. And I went to yeah. like, I went to a school in Irvine. Like that's not, that's pretty hard. Like, honestly, Irvine schools are really hard. Apparently is what I've been told. So, um, like I made time for it. I think you have to make time for the things you love and like put the work mm-hmm. and dedication into it. And like, it will pay off. And like you said, Jessica, like everyone's timeline is so different. Like, yeah, like I, I compare myself all the time to other photographers where I'm like, I've been doing this longer than you, but you're getting like the opportunities that I want mm-hmm. and it's hard, but I'm also like, okay, like there's a reason why like I'm where I'm at right now. And like personally for me, and I know this might be hard for everyone to apply, apply it to themselves, but I feel like ever since I kind of like surrendered that like desire to be on my own timeline to God, I feel like I've had a lot more peace in my mm-hmm. like timeline. And yeah. I feel like, the timing of like God's plan for my life always makes so much more sense once I like kind of take a step back and like really look at my life yeah and I also try to I try to like be and again I know this is really hard because some people like are working I don't know like doing maybe postmates and then doing photography you know and they're they hate their postmates job but I think like just being content with where I'm at and knowing that today is not going to look the same as tomorrow and this year won't look the same as next year and like you just never know what's going to happen yeah so I think just like try to be as content and be thankful for the things that you have in the moment versus wishing you had something else this podcast episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is a client management program. You are able to have your client submit their inquiry form on your website and have this system automate the entire booking process. So once you get that client inquiry, they're popped at the top of your funnel and booked hands-free. So now instead of the cycle of responding to inquiries manually, answering the questions, following up with ghosted clients, you know the drill. This process should now take you 10 minutes because it is automated. So before before we get back to the episode, let's talk about getting paid. Another feature I love is that you can set up a payment schedule with your clients and HoneyBook will automatically remind them that the payment is almost done and it will invoice them. I love that you can set up various payment schedules with your clients. You can break it down by percentage, exact amount, and HoneyBook will do all the math for you. It will automatically remind them when payments are due or about to be due and it will invoice them. So there's no more back and forth for you trying to track down that final payment. You can head to jessicawhitaker.co slash honeybook to snag a free trial with no credit card required to set up. And if you love it, you'll get 50% off your first year. That's jessicawhitaker.co slash honeybook. For you, how do you deal with 
comparison in this age of social media where social media is even more amplified than when 2014 like we have TikTok we have Instagram even more than ever photographers are sharing their work how do you kind of keep yourself from letting that drain you do you mute people do you mute like stories for me I have to mute stories and people otherwise like I still want to support them I want to support um, some of my friends but I don't want to get jealous like of an opportunity that they have that I didn't get um and that like would cause me to be bitter for just because it's like my own human it's my human nature right so that's one thing that I do is like I have to mute I don't want to unfollow them you know so okay a lot of things here for comparison so I'm gonna be so honest because I don't want anyone to think I'm like some perfect like never had an issue in my life kind of thing which I don't know if anyone really thinks that but who knows um I think social media is really good at like making everything look perfect but um I used to do this thing like this is a while ago I used to do this thing where like I'd find a photographer and I'd be like wow their work is so much better than mine and I'm not even over exaggerating this sounds so bad and I promise I've changed I would like scroll through their Instagram and find a photo that I didn't think was very good and be like oh well this one wasn't very good so it's okay mm-hmm. and I'm just like and then I'm still I'm not did I leave that situation feeling better no I just was like like I validated my own insecurity basically yeah. like I just was like so for me like one thing I do is like if someone is photographing someone that I really wanted to photograph I'll just be like it's not my timing maybe it's not even meant for me maybe I'm not even gonna ever I have to kind of like you have to kind of like come to terms with things like you kind of have to be like mm-hmm. that wasn't meant for me like or else I would have booked it you know like that just yeah. wasn't meant for me and it's okay or maybe one day I will photograph that person when the opportunity's right for me mm-hmm. but right now it's not and just again like kind of like almost like talking yourself out of it like you kind of talk yourself out of things and I do mute people I almost mute I muted almost every single photographer I follow not because again like you said not because I don't support them or I don't like their work or I think they're annoying I just right. don't want to go into a downward spiral yeah because I also notice when I start comparing myself to other photographers I try to shoot like them mm-hmm. and then I lose myself yeah and what makes me Chrissy because everyone's yeah. photography is unique to themselves and I feel like when I start shooting like another photographer like I'm losing myself like you're you're not getting me as a person because I feel like I kind of like also learned this recently or maybe this is my own opinion but I feel like your personality is mirrored in your photos like the way I take photos mm-hmm. like you know me if that makes yeah. sense like you see like what I like in like the vibes I like in the yeah. era I like so I feel like when you start shooting like someone else like people aren't going to get to know you either yeah that's a very good ad- advice and perspective there was a makeup artist I was listening to she was on a podcast interview and she was saying they're like do you have any people that you draw inspiration from and she said that she actually like doesn't allow herself to basically like I mean she follows the accounts but she meets them because she doesn't want to pull inspiration from anyone for her looks she wants to be able to focus completely on her own creative vision I mean I'm sure that she follows like techniques of like Scott Barnes and these certain techniques whatever but the kind of the the concept that I took away from it was that then you're not comparing yourself against other people's work and being influenced in a way where then you lose your own creative vision because you see that this is a certain aesthetic that's trending right now that in order for me to be able to 
you know, book certain brands, I need to follow that aesthetic instead of doing what I like personally love and what resonates with me. Even how you style stuff. I mean, for me, I love styling in a very girly way, like super like florals, like very feminine lace yeah. layers. And if I though, like were to follow a lot of other random like clothing accounts and stuff like that, there's definitely a chance that I'd be like, oh, actually I'm seeing that this is more of trending. And so I should style my photos a certain way to be able to conform with society. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. It was interesting because because um one time I met with this photography agency and one of their questions to me was who do you compare yourself to right now? And I literally was like I was like, um You're like myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm like, inspired oh, by I'm... myself. <laughs> well, I was like I was like, I don't really like I was like, to be honest with you, I mute a lot of photographers. And then they kind of were like a little confused. And I'm like, I don't like to compare myself. Like, like, yeah, the only place I really get inspiration from is Pinterest. Just so people have like a visual, like, yeah. When I have like an idea, I like go to Pinterest and type it in and then I like send them like visuals so like people have a visual idea of a concept. But for like the most part, like, yeah, I I I try to like you know what really inspires me? Sorry, this is so off topic. What really inspires me is music. Like, mm, okay. I will listen to a mu- like a song over and over and over again and, like, think of a music video in my head. Yeah. And then I'll, like, make a photo shoot off of that. Like, it's so, like, I don't know why my brain works that way, but it just does. I think that's so awesome. It's almost like, um, there, so there's this amazing textile designer. Her name is Aviva Standoff, and she is she did like an Instagram live with me during COVID or something. And she was talking about how when she is building out vision boards for her collections, cause she'll do like pillows and like really beautiful uh, blankets and stuff. And she says that she actually doesn't let herself go on Pinterest. She tries to create her vision boards from physical things. So, wow, you know, so if she cool. sees something outside, then she'll like take a photo and like print it out and put it on the board. But that way she's able to like almost see what she's naturally gravitating towards versus where like, you know, with an algorithm, which is so helpful is when we are on Pinterest, we're searching for something, we're able to pull together, you know, mood board to show yeah. a client, here's the concept. But I think even for when it's it's so valuable to pull inspiration from other things like music or like something that you're seeing in person or a building yeah. or whatever um and like that is also a great way where you're not or oh, I'm losing my train of thought never mind so but that was I, good. Love, I, like that. I, <laughs> I love that you you pull inspiration from music I think that's yeah, really awesome it's a lot of like music like even like like 80s music or like 90s music there's actually like a this is so funny, but there's actually an unreleased like Addison Ray song. Oh, interesting. And it is it's so nostalgic. It was Lady Gaga's song originally. But then they gave it to I don't know how this all works. I know nothing about music, but they somehow Addison Ray now has it. I guess they sold it to her, maybe. I don't know. But it is like lyrically, like it's so like good for my brain. Cause I'm like yeah. I'm like, oh, I have a whole vision in my mind for this. Like this is awesome. And it's such like a poppy, like fun, bright song. I'm like, wow, I could like make a good music video off of this if she hired me. But <laughs> would you ever go um, into doing film, like stuff like that? I would, I would never like become a DP because yeah. I don't. I like I dated a DP director of photography, and like I watched him, and 
I'm just like, this is just not something I'd be passionate about. I would do, I would direct. Yeah, I think I would direct. I think I would creative direct as well. The only thing about like photo shoot creative direction is like, I'd want to be the photographer too. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm kind of a control freak in that way. But like for yeah. videos, I'd like for like a music video, I'd be like, I don't like as long as the video turns out like good, that's, that's okay with me. Yeah, I could totally see you doing like some kind of motion picture. I think that would be so sick. Thank you. Wow, Jessica, you're hyping me up, girl. <laughs> but it's so funny because um, I, I I feel like I've had a few people be like, you remember the like the mom from Mean Girls, like just like so so like supportive, like with my little like camera, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that'd be like me on a music video. Like I'd be like dancing with the per like whoever's like in the music video. Like I'd have so much fun. <laughs> I could totally see it. Thanks. I could definitely see it. Let's put that out there. Yeah, hopefully. Well, it was also sad. Sorry, I'm, like, going on so many different tangents. I was no, on hold good. for this, like, job. And it was, like, with, like... I mean, I think they're pretty big. I don't... I guess everyone's definition of big is, like, different. And it was, like, you're going to create the direct the shoot, too. And I was so freaking excited. And then I got mm. released from the job. And I was, like, devastated. Mm. I know. It was so didn't sad. you do... Or, or, okay, I remember you sharing that you were starting to do styling. Or would you just, like, would you style your, this was, like, years ago, though. Um, styling, I mean, like, sometimes I'll pull things from, like, my own closet, or, like, I'll have the girls bring their own clothes and be like, like, oh, yeah, wear this. Yeah, but, like, that's as far as it would go. Or maybe it's your sister who does makeup, and then that's what I was thinking. My sister used to do makeup. I don't think she really does it as much anymore. Okay, gotcha. Um, I style myself portraits. You're really talented at styling, like I have to say. Really? Thank yeah, you. Oh like you God. totally could be one if you wanted to. Um, I don't know about that. I like, like for myself, I think, I don't know if anyone, like, I don't know if you can relate to this or if any other photographer can relate to this, but I literally wear like the same outfit every day, but in like yes. different, like different ways. My yes. mom is like, my mom gets concerned. She's like, are you going to like wear something else? And I'm like, no, I'm a cartoon character <laughs> mom. <laughs> I am the same. I have these three or no four black, white, brown, and blue t-shirts from Aritzia. Um, and like that's all I wear in normal life. No, I'll be like, okay, do I want to wear my black trousers, these jeans, or these jeans today? Those are my three options. And I'm like, like, which one is stretched out too much? Because I worn it too many times in a row that I need to wash the jeans finally. (laughs) I also love like wearing baggy clothes on shoots. I feel so comfortable. I'm like, the baggier the pants, the better. Like I hope they fall to my ankles when I'm shooting. Like, that's how baggy I want them. Uh, I have, okay, I think this is an interesting segue. There's so many photographers like myself who are shy and introverted. And even though being shy and introverted aren't necessarily the same thing, a lot of times we're both. What's your advice to people who want to start working with models? You know, you want to DM them, reach out, but you're like nervous too. Or like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm not necessarily nervous behind the screen. I can text them, but in person, what if I'm awkward? What if I don't know what to say? What do I talk about? How do you get over this hurdle? Yeah, it's this is a funny question to me because like, I there's like some days where I'll just like sleep all day and my parents will be like why are you sleeping so much and I'm like you guys do not understand my job like you guys do not get it like so for me like I feel like naturally I'm a very like like outgoing person yeah but I need a recharge are you introverted or is it just like normal um, I mean so many people like it's just normal when you need a break you know what I mean yeah I don't know 
I, I go to therapy and my therapist was like, I feel like you're like in the middle. Okay. Like, introverted, extroverted. Yeah. So like, I'm like, I love people and I'm like very like, well, when I'm on set, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like we have alter egos almost on set. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm like, just like very like, well, I'm kind of like how I am on this podcast. Like I'm very like, I try to be fun and like lively and like, you know, make the energy feel happy and fun. Yeah. Cause it literally depends on you. Yeah. It, it kind of does. Yeah. Especially just like not a director on set or something or creative director or whatever. And then, but then like, yeah, I'll just come home sometimes and like sleep for hours and like be dead. And I'm like, am I really that fun and like bubbly or is that just like me putting on like a fake persona to make everyone else feel good when you say Um, that you sleep is it because it's like the day after a shoot you're so mentally drained and exhausted I think I'm mentally drained I think I'm mentally not physically because well I I think think that's how a lot of wedding photographers are yeah the Monday after a weekend of shooting it's like you need that's a lot yeah and you and the thing that's so great about when you do work for yourself is a lot of the time you're able to schedule that next yeah. day for rest for the yeah for me for the most part I can do that sometimes it's like like I had a shoot last week three days in a row mm. and that was very mentally exhausting yeah. but also like very fun but um yeah so I feel like well also what's so interesting is like my therapist told me he was like something about like my camera I forget exactly what he said be something about like like oh you feel most confident when you're holding your camera Mm. and I was like oh I was like you're a good therapist because I would have never like like he kind of explained my my camera as a way of connection like between me and the person which I thought was really interesting I would like just never thought about that because most of the people I'm friends with are like people I photographed yeah so and I'm the same way as you, like, I'll be with my camera, la, 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 like, talk, 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 like, confidence, like, fun, and then I'm at yeah. church, and I'm, like, hi, Chrissy, yeah. like, I'm, like, very, like, nervous, yeah, yeah, I get it, I think, like, if you're a shy, introverted person, like, I think, like, what you can do, I feel like I'm, like, a self-help person right now, but, like, I feel like you have to, like, find things you love about yourself, and, like, really, like, affirm that, and be, like, mm-hmm. like, I love the way I love others, I love the way that, like, I am able to go on a shoot right now and like make everyone feel beautiful and comfortable because when I first started I think I was very shy and introverted like I think I was like very insecure and I'm not saying shy and introverted equals insecurity but for me I was very insecure Mm -hmm. um which caused me to become shy and introverted I guess Mm -hmm. so I I just didn't know myself all the models I thought were like way prettier than me way had better bodies Mm -hmm. than me like whatever yeah and it was hard for me especially when they were younger than me. Cause I was like, wait, I'm 18 and you're 16. I thought I was supposed to have it figured out, but you're 16 and you look like you have it all figured out. Like it was just yeah. really hard for me. So like, it kind of like just put me in this like insecure place. And, um, I was like almost close up on set. It was crazy. Like I just wouldn't be able to like talk to anybody. Like I also like, am from Irvine again, like I always say, and like Irvine isn't LA, like even though we're mm-hmm. only an hour away, from each other basically like I like I wasn't around like trendy clothes like we were like I don't even know what we wore to be honest I kind of forget but like it was nothing like super trendy and like Mm -hmm. now I dress kind of like I'm from LA and when I am in Irvine like people kind of look at me weird like but like in LA everyone just seems so put together and like perfect and like all this stuff and I'm so when I like first started in the industry I was very very insecure 
Yeah, that so was I was like, really it was almost like hard. culture shock. I was yeah. like, I was like, wait a second, like you're like flawless at 16. Yeah. And I'm 18, supposed to have it all figured out. And you look in my mind, you look better than me. Like this, this is it's making me stressed out and like confused. Yeah, you have so, that added like element of Los Angeles and like yeah. how image is there. Yeah, it was crazy. Like I just never really realized it until I was like in the industry and like mm-hmm. so yeah, and like um so but yeah, to go back to the first question, the original question like I think like just realizing almost like you're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like you were like and like to reach out to models like the worst thing a model can say is no like this is why I always tell myself the worst thing that can happen when you ask someone for help or to do something is still say no yeah and chances are they won't even just reply they probably yeah. won't even they say won't no. leave you on red maybe yeah. or maybe just leave you in their like request dms so like yeah. and like I think like what's not meant for you or what's meant for you is will will happen you like you will get what's meant for you yeah so like if that person doesn't answer you it just wasn't meant to be or maybe it will be yeah. eventually but right now it wasn't meant to be and that's okay like nothing against you it's nothing personal I learned this too because I'm a very like we talked about this I'm very sensitive so I would take things so personal all yeah. the time all the time like if a a job didn't hire me again I'd be and they hired someone else and I saw the photos come out and they weren't my photos I'd be like okay guess you guys don't like me as a person like I must and I like I replay every single like conversation in my head almost like I'm getting broken up with and I'm like yeah was it when I said this or was it when I like didn't edit the photos fast enough or like was it like when I did email answer you know it's like don't take it personal it is what it is you just were not right for the job and that's okay maybe they were heading a different direction and they didn't think you fit the new direction it's nothing personal though it's business what do you do though like when you were first navigating those emotions and being somebody who is sensitive as artists we are sensitive right that's what makes yeah us artists is our ability to connect with our emotions and then visually put it out there yeah how do you like what's one piece of advice to be able to almost compartmentalize our emotions from the business aspect of like rejection or if they do go in a different direction like yeah how do you navigate that or do you allow yourself to feel the emotions okay well first I want to say that I used to be told all the time by like by people like you're so sensitive you're so emotional and I would take it such as like a negative thing yeah which if someone's coming at you in in an attack of attack a way where they're attacking you for being emotional sensitive I could see like it kind of coming off negative but I personally think being sensitive and emotional is like a beautiful thing because you know how to be empathetic you know how to treat others with kindness and love and know how to treat them because you wouldn't want to be treated a certain way or told a certain thing or like being over like being sensitive like just you know it it's going to help you treat others with kindness in my opinion so and also I feel like some of the best art I've seen is from being emotional like oh this is how I was feeling so I like put it into a photo or like I painted it you know yeah and like so just want to preface that like being emotional and sensitive is not a bad thing it's it's a good thing and I don't think people should ever turn off their emotions like I've seen people like become kind of numb yeah you know like and like just not allow themselves to feel feelings like I do that to myself sometimes too where I'm like oh I'm too emotional I'm too like this or that like I shouldn't 
I really need to change that about myself and get over it. But like, if you want to have a day where you're just depressed in bed, like, you know, that's normal and it's okay. And you're allowed to feel that way and you're allowed to feel sad anyways. Okay. So, but how, what I do is every time I'm on, I go to set, like I even like did this before our podcast. Like I pr- personally, I like to pray. Yeah. It's like pray that I have a good attitude. Yeah. Pray that like I do the best that I possibly can do. And like, sometimes when you're on set, like it's a, like high pressure and you kind of get a little snappy. I've yeah. done it before. I've been a little snappy at people. And like, so now I'm like trying to like, just be like, okay, I don't want to snap at people. Like I personally, for me, for photo shoots, like, I think like, like, I think like God's so strategic with what he does in life. And I think like, personally for me, like, I think he might've placed me, I feel like I was placed in the industry to hopefully be a light for like yeah. Jesus personally. Yeah. So like, I'm like, okay, how am I best going to um, be like Jesus on this set? yeah like how would he act on this set and I know it's like a lot maybe you're not Christian and you're like Chrissy what so if it's not Jesus like who would you want to be like on this set like who would you Mm want to go in there being like you know like who do you who do you want to be and who do you like who how would you want someone to treat you as highly sensitive people how would you want to be treated on set be that for for other people like even recently I I like worked with this hairstylist he's a very big hairstylist I was kind of nervous like I like and he was like volunteering his time to do a, a shoot for free and I was like I can't believe he's doing this for free like he's a huge hairstylist but okay mm-hmm. and we were texting and I sent him inspo and I was like this is kind of what we want to do because usually on shoots like hair and makeup will be like Chrissy what do you want like what do you what's the vision for this so I sent him over what I wanted him to do and he goes question if this is a collaboration why are you telling me what I need to do and as a sensitive person, I was taking it personally. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Like, he hates me. I'm horrible. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, be and I was scared. Like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, Chrissy, let's take a step back. Let's read the text again. Let's take a second. And what I said is, I'm so sorry. I mean, I can pull up the text. But I was like, I'm so sorry if I stripped you stripped you of any creative freedom. Like, I trust yourself more than my like myself. Like, I want you to have full free, creative um, control on this. Like, um. I'm really sorry if I like offended you and although that was kind of hard because I part of me was like part of me was like like let's take it personally and like let's defend ourselves and the other half of me was like no Chrissy like like let's figure out how to communicate this in a way where he feels honored because maybe he maybe something happened in his past where like he had a bad experience with photographer and like he's like I don't want to say triggered because that's like not the right word but like he almost got like reminded of his bad experience yeah so I was like, I told him that, and he was like, and the response he gave me was, "Thank you, you are so talented." Hmm. Like he like re like reaffirmed me that like okay, yeah. no, I still want to do this, and like you you're still talented. Like I don't want to take that away from you. And it was awesome. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like I'm so glad I did like a really nice classy response. Yeah. So then when we got to set, I was like, okay, I'm a little nervous still going into this. Yeah. I'm just gonna like again be the person that Jesus wants me to be. So when he showed up on set, I was like hi like so nice to meet you like and I was very happy to meet him like I'm very Mm -hmm. honored that he's there and as just even if he didn't like have the status that he has I'm still very happy he's there and he was like he was like almost like taken aback and I was like he was like oh hi like he's like and then he was like you're so beautiful and I'm like I feel like it wasn't like like just my appearance I guess I don't know maybe he doesn't even beautiful but I think it was like the way I treated him that made him feel like I was beautiful yeah you know 
and like that was like really cool where I was like okay like this is going to be a good experience so yeah basically I'm sorry I know that was like such an off-topic tangent but I just feel like again going to set being the person that you want to be mm-hmm. and humbling you, yourself too yes definitely. humbling yourself being humble being humble yeah. going to set and being like okay like how do I want to be treated I'm going to be that for someone else yeah that helps a lot and then okay let's say like something goes wrong or they don't hire you again mm-hmm. being like okay well I was a person I wanted I was humble I was the person I wanted to be I wanted to or I, I was the way someone wanted I wanted someone to treat me yeah you were so professional. I did everything I did everything I could yeah I did what I do what I thought to do like what I usually do the way I do it I guess or I was professional yes I did the job I did the way that I as Chrissy would do it yeah. and I hired again I don't think it's personal because they also like me they're all damning me all like swiping up on my story and messaging me it has nothing to do with me as a person but maybe I just wasn't fit for that and that wasn't my job that job was not meant for me and that's okay there's millions of other jobs I, I said this to like my friend Sergio the, the other day I was like isn't it crazy that almost all photographers I see are working consistently Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I feel like there's jobs for everyone. And when I heard that, I was kind of like, you're so right. Like, there's enough companies. There's enough supply and demand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what's meant for you is going to come to you and it will not pass you by. Like, yeah. And just knowing that you did the best that you could and moving on with that. When you humble yourself, you have grace for other people. Yeah. You give patience and you allow yourself room to be able to strategically grow your business. Yeah. What's meant for you will be. Yes. But when we're like in a hurry and trying to rush our own timeline or trying to rush what, okay, I feel like I'm called, like, I feel like God has called me to this. So, but let me make it happen on my own. Or when we even like get into this trap of insecurity where, yeah. oh my gosh, like this model's pretty, I'm ugly. Like I want to change how my appearance is. I need to conform to this certain style, even though my style, whether it's visually with pho- photographs or how you dress and how, you know, you present yourself. Uh, you know, I'm just going to change. I'm going to try to adapt and fit into this mold that the world, like I think that the world wants me in when in reality, but, but that is going to end up like holding you back because yeah. you're not, you're not truly yourself. You know what I mean? And you're not following like, yeah. the plan that God has for, you, for yeah. your life. Um, Then that's when like everything is going to fall into place. But when you're when you're not humble and like when you try to rush stuff or when you don't prepare yourself with the right attitude before a job even if even if you're really tired of shooting weddings and you don't want to do that anymore you're not going to be able to find you're it's going to be so much harder for you yeah. to reach the success when you're like rushing everything and have that attitude yeah. being grateful again it goes goes back it all goes back to being grateful and like just yeah humbling yourself oh and also like I said before like I was on hold for my dream job like it literally felt like a dream job like I I kind of embarrassed to admit this but I was like I got this like I got it it's mine and like even my friends like I almost call myself my sister's name all my friends were like were like Chrissy like you got this like you got this and I didn't get it and I was so sad I was on another shoot when I got the email and it's that email where it's like we're going a different direction and I'm like well why isn't it my direction like why (laughs) why aren't you guys going in my direction and it was just like so it was just so sad I was like this is so sad and I also like remind people don't you can be sad for not getting a job that you thought you were perfect for but also on the other side again maybe 
maybe they'll come back to me and be like, Chrissy, we feel like you're fit. You are fit for this job now. Maybe the last one I just didn't fit. You know, you just never know. And maybe like that job that I was, I wanted to be on so badly, maybe I w- would have had like not a good experience for some strange reason. You just never know. But then maybe they'll come back and be like, okay, we want you for this job. We think you're perfect for it. And you get to the job and you're like, wow, this is like so much better. Like, I'm so glad I waited. I'm so glad like I got that no and then got this yes, you know? So, um, yeah, you just never know. Like, you really never know. You don't understand all the behind the scenes. You don't need to know all the behind the scenes. Like, just, but also, like, again, it's also okay to be sad that you didn't get that job. Like, it's totally fine to be sad and valid. This episode of the Build a Blue podcast is brought to you by a tool that's cut my photography workflow in half without cutting into half my software budget. Like most photographers, I use the blog feature on my website to upload galleries. Narrative is a software that you download onto your computer that cuts down the time it takes to build out blog posts from one hour to 10 minutes. Narrative works on almost all website platforms, Squarespace, Wix, Weebly, WordPress, the list goes on. There are so many bonus features to Narrative, including a Lightroom plugin, SEO integration, adding text into blog posts, cropping within the program, which means no more back and forth with Lightroom. Oh, and it also uploads all your images as individual files. So it's not one big collage, meaning that it's Pinterest friendly. I know what you're thinking. This seems like a miracle, but how much does it cost? With Narrative, there are three package options starting at just $6 a month. And heads up, right now the program is only available for iOS, meaning Mac users. Go to jessicawhitaker.co slash blog tool. You can also check out the description of this podcast episode, the show notes down below. I'll link it as well. That's jessicawhitaker.co slash blog tool. What are three qualities, like character qualities, do you think that as photographers, we should be constantly grow- like working on? This isn't like personality based really, but I think time yeah. management, like yes. for myself, I'm a procrastinator. And then like, Clients will be like, when are you getting me the photos? I mean, they say it nicer than that. When should I expect the photos by? And I go, can you give me a deadline? I literally need a deadline in order to operate. And they're like, okay. So they give me a deadline. I always ask for deadlines. So I'm like, I will like go a month. I'll like, I'll be like, next, next project, let's focus on that. And then I'll be like, next project, let's focus on that. And I'll like pile up all my projects and then I'll rush edit them and it looks not good. Mm-hmm. So I management. management huge one from I'm talking to myself but maybe someone else needs to hear it maybe this is for you maybe this is your sign um (laughs) time management um organization I think being organized is really big I know these are like not super personal qualities but I also think like I need to work on my organization a lot do you like like to keep most of your communication for shoots like in text or email like for organization Ooh, because I know like for me, email is the best with clients, but text is what I prefer when I'm planning like YouTube shoots and stuff. I'll start with email and then they'll give me mm-hmm. their number and I'll be like, okay, I just want to text them. Like it's yeah. so much easier. I get a fast response. I don't need to say thanks, Chrissy. Like, you know, like yeah. best Chrissy. Like I'm just like, no, and I don't worry about the explanation marks. You know, have you seen those memes where they're like so many explanation points like in the emails? That's me. Yeah. I'm too happy. I'm like way too <laughs> excited. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, that I think that's a good one for me is like organization. I also just like lose things all the time. Mm-hmm. Or like I'm gonna be this is so embarrassing, but there's been times on shoots where like I haven't charged the batteries. 
mm. beforehand. Just being idiot. prepared as much as possible. Yeah, prepared and, organiza- and organized. Like, but like, it's never like ruined my shoots. But d- don't do it. Be responsible. Charge your batteries the night before. I almost am like it gives me like a heart attack if I, I, I overly prepare, where it like, well, like ruins my day. Kind of thing. Well, I kind of need some of that. Like I really do, because like I mean, I mean like I. I make like a list like the night before and I'm like, okay, what do I need? Yeah. So I don't forget it. But like, and like, I do charge my batteries. Not, there's been a few small incidences where I have it. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. But like, for the most part, I'm like, I kind of over prepare sometimes too. Yeah. Sometimes I won't even hang out with people the night before, the day before. Cause I'm like, I just need to be alone and like prepare mentally. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Anyways. um, Yeah. And then I think like one that I'm really practicing right now, which is like a little bit more of like a soft answer, I guess, is like or a mushy gushy answer is like um just contentment like kind of going back to like you know the the plan like mm-hmm. in like comparison like I think one thing I'm trying to do is like and this is even like biblical like let's just like focus on today mm-hmm. you know like let's just focus on today like let's focus on what we're doing where we're at what we're like what today brings and then yeah. like because I mean, in the Bible, it's like tomorrow has its own problems or has, yeah, more problems of its own. So it's like, just focus on today and don't worry about tomorrow and don't worry about like the future. Like just focus on today, focus on being a good person, focus on, I don't know. I feel like when I started like doing that, I started being happier Yeah. when I'm just like, today is today. Like let's focus on the present Yeah. and, you know, being grateful for what I'm doing today because like when I would I would start getting myself anxiety by looking at the future and being like Mm because I'm almost 27 so I'm like oh I'm not married oh I'm not dating oh I'm not doing this like oh wait what am I gonna be am I gonna be able to like financially support myself like I need to do this and do that it's like it's like calm down focus on today today already has a lot going on let's just because that's how you're gonna be able to get the projects done the best that you can yeah yeah and like treat people the best because I won't be stressing out about tomorrow I'll be just focusing on the person in front of me yeah that's really you know? good advice thanks I'm trying <laughs> okay like therapist coming through I wanted to be a therapist the oh, way she's therapist. using her psychology degree I don't have any degrees <laughs> the way she's like using made the psychology credit from college right now I don't think I I was girl I was doing community college like I was getting my AA and I didn't even do that so I don't know (laughs) I just you know what helps me the most is just reading the bible I'm like dang that thing has good advice (laughs) like (laughs) it does I'd be reading proverbs and I'd be like wow god go off so funny I'm like true like honestly though like I'm not even making this up like there's some good stuff in that bible I also listen to a lot of podcasts so I'm like and also I'll be like like it's so funny because like I used to like find a lot of validation in like men which is like so unfortunate Mm. for me anyways um and like I had like gotten my like or I I just gotten out of a relationship and it wasn't even that good but like I glamorized it in my head so it made it good this is like a long time ago and like I remember like my friend sitting down at dinner and being like Chrissy like just focus on your relationship with Jesus and I was like I was like oh yeah like that's gonna fix all my problems it, it kind of did so like right because it's like when you're secure in your relationship with Christ and you know who you are and who God has created you to be and like how much value you have then yeah 
your the likeliness of you getting into a mediocre relationship goes down I mean it's still yeah. definitely possible it happens all the time yeah. to us right but like <laughs> I mean I feel I feel some of the guys I've dated are very questionable uh, like no sometimes though it's just for the but... entertainment factor like it's just for the plot at the end of the day and it's, that's okay Christy thank you so much for all of your amazing advice today where can everybody find you Thanks, Jessica, for having me. I had so much fun. Thanks, everyone who listened. You can find me on Instagram, uh, not to flex, but it's just my name, at Chrissy with a K. I mean, I guess TikTok. I don't really use TikTok that much, but my TikTok is my first and last name. So Chrissy with a K and then Solly, S-A-L-E-H. Thanks for having me, Jessica. I had so much fun. I want to come back. Oh, I would love to have you back. If you guys have any other episodes you would like Chrissy to talk on on the podcast, then definitely send either of us a DM. And I'll also have your stuff all linked in the show notes of this episode, the description. So you guys can pop on over there. Thank you so much again, Chrissy. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Build and Bloom podcast. If you love the show, leave us a review on iTunes to keep it running. This also helps other photographers to find this free resource. Looking for more? Join over 60,000 photographers in the Build and Bloom Facebook group. Just search for Build and Bloom in Facebook groups to join in the encouraging and empowering community. You can also find Jessica's tutorials and tools on YouTube and Instagram at Jessica Whitaker and show notes and further resources on her website, jessicawhitaker.co. Thanks for spending time here. Catch you in the next episode.